You're listening to the Mobcast Network. My love for Jason Sudeikis skyrockets. <laughs> of course, he's so good. It's Mando Monday. Mando Mondays. Mando Mando Mondays. <laughs> Every time we try to get JD to join, he got one little belt of got it. It's because it's dumb. You do the. It's it. It's dumb <laughs> because because y'all do the Mando Mando Mondays, but it should be like I, it, like the lyrics sound wrong to me. <laughs> they are. They're not. Because you, cause you go Mando Mando, and it should be Monday. I don't yeah. know. I just so I start singing the wrong lyrics, and so I have to trail off. I have to ripcord that, or I'm gonna die. Well, that's all right. <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guy, Scotty, and I'm joined by our Jedi Master, JD. Howdy. And the man who puts man in Mandos. Yeah, you got it. I got man in Mandos. You did it, Kohas. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't sound right when I'm trying to say it. That's why I'll screw it up. It's so. the delirium in Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> He spans the spandex. Can I, can, I, can I just go ahead and throw us out on a tangent? No. Just straight up. Not straight this show. Might as well. Um, so uh, you said delirium, so it got me always to DeLorean and made me think about this. Did you know there's a Back to the Future musical coming out? No, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> does it? No, yes. it does. And however, when you said what you just said, if you added 1.21 gigawatts to the end of it, you can go for Doc Brown with the way your head was shaking. Your hair was going crazy, Scott. 1.21 Marty, we gotta go back. Your kids are dicks. Let's go. I think that's it. I think it's a quote. I'm not. I'm not sure. You're closer to Morty now. I think your kids. It's your kids. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, Rick. Is it bad that I've never seen an episode of that? Oh, you'll love it. You would love it. He's always drooling. That weirds me. No, just don't watch it with your kids. Um, I mean, do whatever you want. I got Savannah watching Letter Kenny. So, okay. He's drooling like in the first like episode or two. Then that's a bit they drop. That doesn't. Okay. Yeah, He's, the first one's pretty bad because they're like it's the pilot. And they, that's part of the gimmick. It, it's not. It's not something they carry on. It. So, right. It's funny. It's it's letter kitty funny. Well, okay. So to be fair, to, to be, be fair. fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, this is the sto- show about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, this is though a show about the Mandalorian. <laughs> Oh yeah, that too. That happened in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Chapter Eight: A Redemption, which is the last episode of the season. <laughs> it's it is definitely the most spaghetti of spaghetti westerns. It's like um, the Chef Baradie. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you made my brain stop. <laughs> the ravioli of Star Wars. Uh, Redemption Direction. I don't really... I just, oh I'm just naming pastas. I'm just, all I see is... Uh, oh, wow, God, what's his name? Uh, Stroke. <laughs> he, may have. Uh, the, 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 the dad in grumpy, grumpy Old Men. That Walter was Matthew? Mick. Nope. That was Mick. Oh, the older guy. Yeah, that yes. was yes. Don Amit. Uh, no. No, it's uh, Murgis... Uh, Bar- Murgis Bar- yeah. Barrett. Yeah. Murder's Meredith? No. Nope. Burgess Meredith. Burgess. <laughs> oh, oh, Murder Meredith. <laughs> but all I see is, want to see my manicotti? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Burgess Every- Meredith, who was uh, most famously the uh, penguin and Batman and uh, Rocky's trainer. Yeah. Mick. Yeah. But I know and love him because he's Galobulus from G.I. Joe the movie. That's true. <laughs> 
He's a giant snake man. I think he's also in Clash of the Titans, isn't he? He probably everyone was in Clash of the Titans. I was a man. <laughs> also, both of those are not Galavios. Yeah, no, I know, but still, okay, good, good try. Yeah. That's uh, all I remember from that t- bad movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Great. It can be bad and good. That's true. I'm, we have seen some of those. Don't you have a whole podcast over that? Yes, this one. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> So, Redemption was directed by uh, Taika Watiti and written by John Favreau. It stars the usual suspects: <laughs> Pedro Pascal, Gina Carlo Esposito, Gina Carino, Carl Weathers, Emily Swallow as uh, the armor. Um, and then we have a couple of new people: Kaiser Soze. <laughs> Kaiser Soze is in this. You said usual suspects. Oh, I was confused. Gotcha. Um, it has uh, Jason Sudeikis as uh, Biker Scout number one. <laughs> We know Jason Sudeikis from SNL. I do. I love him in SNL. He was so great. Uh, we are the Millers. He's in The Last Man on Earth, and he was the voice of Zorn and Son of Zorn. And then we have Adam Polly as Biker Scout number two. He's in The Mindy Project, making history and a bunch of other stand-up comedy stuff. Can, can I interject my favorite role for Jason Sudeikis Please ever do. is one he doesn't talk in on Saturday Night Live. Oh, the what, what's up with that? What's up with that? Oh, Just what's up with that? there in the so tracksuit running. He's I watched, so good. I watched a super montage, a super cut of that, where it was just all of them. I was so happy. So I think my favorite one of his is when he plays Jesus when um, Tim Tebow was was playing for the the, the Broncos, and so uh, and so you know, we know that if, for those who don't know about sports ball, Tim Tebow at one time was a quarterback and he played for this team called the Denver Broncos, and he really loves Jesus. He's really into it, and that's fine. He and so. They did a whole bit about, you know, the Broncos were on a wing streak and it was because Jesus was helping them. And he's like, hey, guys, you got to, you know, you got to pull your weight a little out there. I can only do so much. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> and, and it's uh, Taron Killam as uh, uh, Tim Tebow. And it's just coming up to him all the time. He's like, I love you, Lord. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, can you take that down to a four? We're, we're good. I got you. I got you. <laughs> it's great. He's like, who y'all playing next week? The Patriots? Oh, no, I can't. You know, he's got some, you know, a little bit of both in there. I can't help you there. A little <laughs> up and downside there. You know, it's a little bit. <laughs> and so it's pretty cool. If I can find it, I'll post it, if I remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my favorite. Do you have a favorite Jason's next bit? This. This bit right <laughs> this, here. This bit right here. <laughs> this bit we're about to discuss. <laughs> I'm uh, a big fan of his marriage. Like, he did a good job there, too. Can you marry? Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wild. Man, yeah. What's with the comedians and the... Hey, funny works, bro. Funny, funny works. works. I mean, because uh, I upgraded off comedy. Colin Jost is uh, engaged to uh, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And last night's SNL, they had a comedian. Um, uh, one of the new cast members was imitating her. And oh yeah. Then, at that during weekend update, and she paused when it sounds like at the house, doesn't it? And it was really funny. <laughs> no, that's I, great. I, I need to watch. I, I was going to watch that earlier, but it's really good. RuPaul was in it. It's not as good as the Adam Driver one, but it's really good. It's funny. Okay. Uh, Justin Bieber has a porn stash in it. I can't figure out what he was trying to do with that, but the, he's the musical guest, and it's just like, oh, that's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're you're calling it what it is, probably was that choice. Probably I mean, was. You know, just just that was a choice, Justin. I mean, I, I know he's got like a bajillion dollars, can do that kind of choice. Oh yeah, he, well, he come out with a horn. Out of <laughs> maybe he was trying to prove a point. Look, guys, I can grow hair. I'm old enough. <laughs> Give that yummy, yummy, yummy. Our bounty puck is on Taika Waititi, who played IG-11, the voice of, in this. We know him from Jojo Rabbit, A Hunt of the Wilder People, which is wonderful. Yep. What We Do in the Shadows, which is excellent. Brilliant. And Thor Ragnarok. He's born August 16, 1975 in Wellington, New Zealand. His middle name is David. Really? Really. That seems normal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Taika David. What TV? It's like Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Really? Yes. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. I'm surprised I got it in the right order. I'm pretty proud of myself right yeah, now. That's <laughs> impressive. That may end up on one of my game shows. That's a great one. <laughs> What's the normal sounding name? <laughs> Give me a Dumbledore middle and middle name quick. <laughs> Buzz it. I think that'd be great. Um, he is six feet and a half, six and a half feet tall. Good grief. He's, he's shorter than me. Um, nominated for three Oscars. He may win some because we're recording this on Oscar night. He has, he's got two for Jojo Rabbit and one for the short film, Two Cars, One Night, which I will post. It's really good. I think he's six foot, six feet, point and a half. <laughs> so he's almost six one. Okay. 
not six and a half feet. He which said is how six I, and a half feet. And I was like, God, he's almost seven feet. And then feet. Scotty's like, yeah. he's shorter than me. I'm like, mm, hold up. Yeah, six foot, six and a half inches. Six foot, yeah, six foot. Six, six. six, yeah. six foot, six inches. No, he's not. He's six foot and a half. Six, six foot and one half inch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> Here we are. Again, point five. See, this is, this is in the category of math. He's 72 and a half inches. That's it. I mean, it's Star Wars. It would be meters, right? How many meters is he? <laughs> He's not that many meters. <laughs> he'd be awfully tall. Three feet. I don't remember. That's he'd be, yards. He'd be. Well, I mean, he he'd be almost exactly a meter, right? Because a meter's three feet, right? So, so he'd be two meters. He's two meters. <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're shrinking him. Because <laughs> I'm trying to make Taika Watini. Taika Watini. He's three apples high, just like a Smurf. Taika <laughs> Shrinky Dinkies. Taika Shrinky Dinkies. <laughs> If you put him in the oven, he turns to plastic, kid. Thank you. Someone else, someone else remembers Shrinky Dinks. Yeah, of course. We all did. Right. Did we all do Shrinky Dinks? Yeah. I was just had a conversation with somebody. She's like, yeah. uh, I remember my Smurf ones. I think ones. We're, pl- we're 40 plus. We oh. get Shrinky yeah. Dinks. Pre-40. They're actually, oh. one of my sons is doing it in school. Yeah, they've become a yeah. science thing now. Is it? Yeah. So, um, I don't know why we found them fascinating. <laughs> I don't really get it. Because we... I remember you colored them in, right? And yeah. then you put them in the oven and they just became something you would throw away later. Smaller, <laughs> harder, sharper if you cut the plastic. Yeah. They became quite deadly. Yeah. She made my own shrukens. Beckett made a little master sword. I was like, easy, easy. Yeah. I, I, I made shrukens uh, out of um, paper. Yeah. And uh, elementary school and got in trouble a lot for that stuff. I was a bad student. That's the math problem. Uh, his dad was a painter. His mother is a teacher. Uh, Taika in Maori, which he is part Maori, part Jewish, means tiger. And Taika in Finnish means magic. I don't know why those two facts were there, but they were there. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, taking them. Taking them. And then he illustrated Joe Rander's book of short stories called The Keys to Hell. So, yeah, so. I thought that was some he's kind of all over the place. I a like little bit, yeah, a little bit, a little bit all over the place. Diversify. <clears throat> so, ready? Yep. Sure. Stop me when you want to. We start with two scout troopers who killed Quill and captured the child uh, nave, uh, near Dave Navarro's settlement. <laughs> Chili Town. Chili Town. It's under a bridge. That's not. Dave Navarro. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Dave Navarro joined Chili Peppers. Peppers. He started out in uh, Jane's Addiction, Jane's addiction. And then transferred yeah, over to Chili Peppers. Peppers. For how long? A little while. He well, played on... A, um, long, a long while. Uh, he was on, I know he's on the California Cation album. Yeah. But he's known for Jane's Addiction. Of course he is. No, I think he's known now for Dave Navarro. I, I would argue now he might be known for Chili's. He's also known for... What's her name? Pamela Anderson. And didn't he also... Uh, I thought that was the other guy. Yeah, it is. Mating, <laughs> mating totally Habits Harris Bond Human, which if you've never seen that movie is hilarious. No. Nope. Um, the one, Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. Wasn't That's she also with- Tommy Wiseau. Nope. Tommy. Nope. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer. Oh, hi, Carmen. <laughs> hi, Mark. I, this isn't a music podcast. Continue the joke. Sorry. <laughs> I was just letting it breathe like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> Vinegar, go. <laughs> this is what happens to the three of us. We take one little vacation and we all get back together and, and like, I don't know shit what, gets what, real weird real fast. I don't know what I'm doing. All right. So it comes down to this. They have the asset, the child that Moff Gideon wants. But, well, Gideon's your typical Imperial and he's not in a good mood and he's just killing his own people left and right, which makes the scout troopers take pause. Uh, they also prove that they can't shoot by doing some target practice with their blasters and miss a lot. But you get a nice note. Right. I like that, but I was also very confused. I wonder if it's all their fault because one of them shakes it and it has a clanking inside I, I, like I, a broken toy. No, no, I'm with you. I think it's the idea that it's mass produced <laughs> yeah. military grade and the stormtroopers have just gotten shite their entire yeah, lives. Just, like, they just get junky stuff. They yeah. get toy guns. I and they're scout troopers, which means they're not like front line. Mm-hmm. So, but but in, in fairness, I th- I think there's only been two stormtroopers that hit anything in Star Wars, right? If I'm right, so you had in A New Hope, you have the one trooper that stuns Leia. Yeah, but that's 
thankfully because it went in a wider <laughs> ring and further right. away. Right. But then, um, ironically enough, it's the scout trooper who shoots Leia in the arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Leia gets punished in these movies. Well, either that or stormtroopers is like a girl. All right. <laughs> what is yeah. that? And then technically 3PO got shot by the stormtrooper or allegedly. Yeah. In the, in the, on, in, Cloud on, on Cloud City. On Cloud City. Stormtroopers? No. Yeah. Oh no, I've been shot. Or I'm was like, it a Somebody shot him. He thinks it's Hunter. <gasps> it was Quill. Quill. <laughs> that became a fine. <laughs> I spoke it. <laughs> they get some target practice with their blasters could, and miss. We could do a whole episode that would be a pre-Quill. <laughs> no? No dad joke for you guys? No? I just pause. I let that one happen. <laughs> I'm not going to cut it out of the episode. Oh, oh damn it. Ugh, let's not. Oh. oh. Sarlacc. <laughs> Zum. I saw a Sarlacc bed for like pets or children. I saw it. And I want one, but then I'm a little disturbed. <laughs> so it's like, here, lie on this, this sand vagina. This no. <laughs> mm. That's like, what? That's <laughs> like, mm. that's, that was not a mmm. That's a mmm. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> I didn't hear a lot of Because <laughs> I'm thinking. I just heard the mmm. I'm like. It's like the opposite of Reese's, where it's two things that shouldn't go together that do. I think those are two things that shouldn't go together that don't. <laughs> Unless you can somehow get a pearl out of it, but I don't think that works that way. Oh my God. If you dig deep enough, you can get a Boba Fett. Yeah, we're good. There's, if there's a second little man down there, I don't want to see him. Second little man down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we have the explicit tag on our <laughs> podcast. Good grief. Gone I don't even know how we strayed this far away. Dad jokes. It's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blame me. See, see what's going to happen is he's going to laugh so hard he's going to have another cramp. Yeah. He's going to scream. <laughs> Three episodes in a row where he's going to have to pause. I'm going to pause it. He's going to walk around the store. No. <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, what's just gonna happen. It's just <laughs> and, and this is a scene. And this yeah. is why I'm 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 sad that we haven't videoed any of these. Ed, so maybe oh, that's, that's coming. That's for the maybe Live for the best coming. Oh, one scout trooper wants to look at the child, and the other one's like, no. But he finally relents because that dude's annoying. <laughs> and when he sees the child, the child bites him, and well, the scout trooper punches the baby. Yeah, off the record, they get all they deserve. <laughs> and they do! IG-11 comes to the rescue. The scouts try to defend themselves, but as useless as IG-11 defeats the troopers, rescues the child, and then apologizes to the child for the violence that it witnessed. <laughs> but then Baby Yoda's smiling face yes. just makes it all perfect. The, the flappy ears. Oh, it's just great. one of my favorite things ever. in the entire series comes from that shot. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's been a great meme, too. Uh, so remember when Moff Gideon had our heroes, uh, the Mandalorian, Cara Dune, and uh, uh, Grief Karga trapped last chapter? You guys remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's still going on. <laughs> Turns out that Moff Gideon is good at what he does. Has his trooper set up uh, an E-Web, a heavy repeating blaster, to get them out of, out of their hole. Uh, the guys are looking for a sewer event to escape. Uh, Kara finds it, but it's hard to get off, so they might be trapped. Gideon also has done his homework this time with the Imperial Security Bureau, the ISB. So we learned that Kara is an Alder, uh, a survivor from Alderaan, who became a rebel shock trooper. He knows that the Mandalorian's name is actually Din, uh, Din Jaren, and he lived uh, lived through the Siege of Mandalore and the Night of a Thousand Tears. So you know those things are neat. <laughs> I was wondering, is that one person crying a lot, or a lot of people crying a little? I think it's a lot of people crying a lot. <laughs> okay, well I would not that a million. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to shut up. I, I think it would be more because of the alliteration. None of that is alliterative. Thousand Tears, TT? Eh, all right. But it's not the same sound, which no, is what main, mainly alliterative. I am reaching. <laughs> <laughs> With the force, I am reaching out. Oh, so you're like Finn. Because <laughs> yeah. we're all four we, forces. You want to tell us something, Scotty? Do you? Do you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, no, not, not. I mean, I want to tell Drew something, but I don't want to do why you're here. Okay, fair. <laughs> oh, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> so, Saudi. So, shit. <laughs> 
I was going to be all alliterative to make a point, and then I fucked it up. So go on. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> How to stay on topic. <laughs> stay on target. Stay on target. Carrie mm. knows that they're not going to survive the E-Webs. She wants to shoot her way out. But the Mando knows his adversary is Moff Gideon, which it can't be because the Alliance executed him for war crimes. I guess it didn't stick. Um, first of all, the Alliance executes people. That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's a fact that we learned. I thought they would just impress because they're supposedly the good guys, but they're like, no, nah, we're straight up executing. No, they're still military style. Yeah, I mean, like, still, still like going Texas. after it. You don't yeah. see Texas inherently <laughs> as bad, but if you fuck up in Texas, you're going to die. I'm yeah. General DeDonna. I'm from Houston. So we got to weigh the things that we do. Space, there's got to be Space Houston if there's Space <laughs> Boston. <laughs> Space Massachusetts. Space Massachusetts. <laughs> so, uh, Mon Mothra's from like Austin. <laughs> we could do a whole bunch of them. I'd be all over it. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dan says that Moff Gideon knows his name, which he hasn't spoken since he was a child. So, Grief asked him if he grew up on Mandalore. Uh, so, Dan says, no, dude, I'm not born on Mandalore. Uh, when Grief asks if he's a Mandalorian, Carrie explains that Mandalorians are not a race of people. Uh, then um, the Mandalorian clarifies that it's a creed. It's Which big, is ironic. Betty tells that to Creed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all I can be like. E- 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 they're going to get on the ship Apollo and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, <an> Apollo joke. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Bender has a flashback of his parents uh, hiding him in a bunker during a separatist attack during the Clone Wars. His parents were killed by battle droids and he was saved by uh, from a B2 battle droid by a Mandalorian warrior who ferried him away safely in a jetpack. He watches the Mandalorian's Death Watch warriors gunning down the battle droids. Go Death Watch. Uh, Din explains that he's a family. Oh, do you have a question? I do. How do we know they're Death Watch? Their markings on their helmets. Okay. I missed that then. I'll have yeah. to go back and watch it. I have the, the third time, it, it took me three times to really zero in on it. Okay. Uh, Din explains that he was a foundling. He was raised and adopted by Mandalorians. When he came to age, he uh, was sworn to their creed. He's, he, I don't think he was sworn. He's like, I'm going to do that. I don't think he's like, they, I don't think they forced him. I think he's, the way he, I think it was explained. Yeah, but I think it was a kid growing up in it. Yeah. And it's more or less, without saying it harshly he was brainwashed into it i think it was just like social choice i mean mean, and not to i don't want to get into a pool of controversy that we don't need to get into but you know a catholic orphanage produces priests you know and nuns so like that's yeah anyway uh, the only record of his name were in the registers of Mandalore. Uh, explains that gideon was an isb agent during the great purge and uh Dan and his companions assert that ascertain that uh, Gideon has not killed him yet because he's still waiting for the child. So Mandalorian tries to contact Quill. Guess what? Quill's dead. And so he's greeted by IG-11, who has the child. IG-11 tells the Mandalorian that Quill was been, has been terminated, but clarifies he's fulfilling his base structure to nurse and protect, which is the worst version of RoboCop, or the best version of RoboCop. <laughs> I mean, it's a nurse and protect uh, IG-11 rides a speeder bike uh, into Navarro's settlement, gunning down the stormtroopers and scout troopers and uh, sentries stationed at the gate. He then rides through the streets of the settlement, gunning down stormtroopers with twin blasters, and uh, including two who were haggling with a local Jawa. <laughs> I wonder what they were trying to sell. IG-11 fights his way through uh, Gideon's troops outside the cantina. Kara comes to his aid by gunning down more stormtroopers with her, her gun. Uh, the Mandalorian Grief Cargo joined the fight. Taking down uh, several death troopers. Uh, IG-11 manages to protect the child and bring him in safely. That's where the child's happy grin comes in. His, his, he's the, the, just him, just sheer delight as, as IG-11 comes through town and kills everybody. Yeah, that child's gonna have issues. Uh, death trooper manages to blow open the cantina's door with a detonator. Death troopers storm the cantina, but Kara guns them down. Gideon comes, uh, corners the Mandalorian and shoots a box of ammunition, which explodes and wounds him. Kara manages to evacuate the wounded uh, Mandalorian while Grief, IG-11, and the child manage to retreat inside the cantina. Gideon uh, orders his forces to burn them out inside the cantina. Kara tends to the wounded Mandalorian who has suffered uh, concussive uh, injuries. He's got that CTE going on. Uh, Grief convinces IG-11 to help him by uh, by unsealing the, the grate that's blocking their way to the sewer. 
Uh, Din tells Kara to leave him and he rebuffs any attempt to remove his helmet. He tells her to protect the child and show up at the, show this uh, necklace, uh, myth store necklace to uh, any any member of his tribe and explain that uh, the child is under his protection. Kara thinks that he can make it. Just then, a red striped incinerator trooper, stormtrooper, who is equipped with a flamethrower, approaches the cantina. After setting the furniture ablaze, he enters the cantina because that's what you do with flamethrowers. The Mandalorian wants to hold off the Imperials so the others can escape. Kara refuses to leave him. The incinerator stormtrooper enters the cantina, but the child uses the force to flex the flames back to the trooper, driving him out and blowing shit up. The child falls asleep because that's what it does. It just uses the force and goes to sleep. Um... Uh, Ideal kicks the grate open. Care of the child and uh, Car- grief cargo retreat inside the gate. Care makes Ideal eleven promise to bring um, the Mandalorian. So the Mandalorian asks Ideal eleven to kill him because he's like, "Yep, yeah, that's what, what you got to do." But the reprogrammed droid points out that he's now a nurse droid rather than a killer. He convinces a reluctant Din to let him remove his helmet uh, on the grounds that he's not a living be- being, uh, a loophole in the Mandalorian creed. And the first time we see his face. Probably and the, the first time he's semi-polite <laughs> to a droid. And the first time we confirm that Pedro Pascal's actually in the damn show. <laughs> and the first time we see he is not that cool. Like, he looked beat up. I mean, like, he was about to get his eyes gouged out by the mountain-type beat up yeah. when that helmet comes yeah, off. Absolutely. Like, he didn't even have good hair. No, he did not. Well, he had, like, classic helmet hair. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the first time is, that we see someone bleed in a long, very long time. Yeah. That's true. I think in Star Wars. Yep. Because it's like a big reference of blood. Right. Usually because... We see it with the... What's his name? Uh, Dr. E. Zavizian. Yeah. That, but I mean like this... Which, is, you see touch of blood and it that comes That would be Baba. Like, they got his arm cut. Yeah, but it's, uh, that's who I couldn't yeah. remember. I couldn't remember Pondababa. <laughs> Which is weird because like... Yes, we know the lightsaber cauterizes wounds. But there's blood still there anyway because his arm is hollow. So I'm really convinced... Like, would He's love like to a crab. S- I would love to see how... Uh, if you boil Aqualish him. are... If you boil him, he's like delicious meat. If you, down, down. Yeah, Let's otherwise he's liquid. That's why he sounds like vomit when he talks. It always sounds like he's throwing up. Did, did you ever see the uh, robot chicken with him? Oh, yeah. Have you, have you, there's, a great, there's a great one where... You know, you find out that Ponda Baba was like, a, he's like a graphic designer, an artist, architect or whatever. Damn. And then Azavan is like, come to the bar with us. And then the whole bit's a joke with him. It's like, <laughs> hey, he's like, we got the death warrant in 12 citizens. Like, no, we don't. Because again, no one understands him. Gets his arm cut off. And so he can't go back to work because he can't. He's only got one arm. <laughs> it's pretty genius. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad. It's great. <laughs> oh, where was I? Uh, let's see. So, because of the loophole in the Mandalorian Creed, IG-11 can remove his helmet, uh, which he does so, and then applies back to spray, which is a new thing, to treat his brain injuries. That was a sentence I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Squirt, you're good. (laughs) Dude, chloroseptic's the bomb. Bomb Right. right? Sniff this, you'll be fine. (laughs) Not chloroform. (laughs) Failed science. All right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Got that cramp? No. <laughs> IG-11 and the Mandalorian soon rejoin Kara, uh, Karga, and the child in the under, uh, in an underground tunnel. Greek proposes that they take the lava river to the surface, but um, the Mandalorian warns that the Empire will be waiting for them, and they need uh, Mandalorian escorts. Due to the Bacta infusion, the Mandalorian is able to lead them... Um, to the Mandalorian Enclave, where he finds the helmets and armor of, of numerous fallen Mandalorians. Uh, Mando all kneels down beside his fallen comrades. He's sad. Sad Mando. When uh, Mando asks Grief if the Bounty Hunters Guild had a role in this, Cargo says, oh, just all his mercenaries ran. I think he had something to do with it. Uh, the armorer shows up, vouches for Grief, tells him that the Imperials arrived following uh, Mando's escape with the child and slaughtered those that remain. The Mandalorian armorer th- uh, thinks that uh, some of them escape off-world. Hopefully we will see uh, uh, John Favreau again. Uh, the Mando asks her to come with them, but she's like, nope, can't abandon this place. Got to salvage where remains. Uh, in the smelter, the armorer melts some uh, metal to forge armor. When she asks about the asset, uh, who has caused them so much trouble, uh, Mando shows her the child, explaining that he also saved him from the, the mud home. The armorer remarks that it looks, help- uh, looks helpless. Mando explains that it looks helpless, but it's not injured. Explaining that the species can move objects with its mind. Yeah, the armor's a little familiar with that. So she talks about the uh, fight between the Mandalorians and the Jedi, 
uh, and they called them. She basically called them sorcerers, uh, which is actually a nice reference and actually makes the Mandalorian Wars back then in the Old Republic. It's it's kind of a loose, a loose depending on how far back she wants to talk. It's either going to be that or Clone Wars. But I, it, to me, I think they're they're trying to get in um, Old Republic, Old Republican. Yeah. Um, when the Mando asks if the child is an enemy, she replies that it's uh, it is. It is kind where uh, we're enemies, but their individuals is not. So he's like, yeah, those guys are terrible, but this guy's he's cool. He's cute. You can't. Why, why would he be? Yeah, he's adorable. He's adorably evil. She says that uh, it's a foundling, and by the Apollo Creed, it is his his to raise. I threw that in for you. Thank you. Uh, the man doing credulously ask if the armor is really telling him to search the galaxy for a force of <laughs> a force of enemies, enemy sorcerers. The armor replies simply, this is the way. The armor tells Kara and her group to take the tunnel, which leads them to the lava river, which leads to the surfers. The armor tells them that they must leave uh, in order to protect the foundling uh, until it comes of age, saying, this is the way. She's done what the, it's going to be t-shirts. <laughs> yep. Uh, Watch this baby for the next 200 years. Yeah. This is the way. Uh, she tells uh, the Mando that he's earned a signet and, and, and gives him his mudhorns, uh, mudhorn signet that he turned down the episode two. <laughs> and on his right pauldron, she tells the Mandalorian that now he's a clan, a clan of two. And the Mandalorian uh, vows to wear with honor. Uh, they... Uh, then she gives him a jetpack, which are cool. <laughs> it tells him that to train with it, which he will not. Which is the what the Phoenix way or yeah, something. The, yeah, yeah. Um, way the Phoenix. Yeah. Some of the or some Phoenix. Phoenix is the key Phoenix word. Rise. Phoenix. Yeah. That's a shitty movie so, I made. <laughs> Stormtroopers storm the. Uh, I can't, that's a real sentence. That stormtroopers storm the enclave. IG Eleven guns them, uh, guns down the advanced part of the armor. Says uh, stays behind and task IG Eleven with taking care of the jetpack till. Um, the man knows well enough to use it. She wishes them safely and waits for the stormtroopers uh, inside the armory. Uh, the stormtroopers show up, demand where the uh, where the fugitives are, and basically she just kicks the ever living crap out of all of them yeah, with a hammer yeah. and tongs, <laughs> Honestly, which is great. It's probably the best sick. fight scene in the entire show. It's it just is a, absolutely the best fight scene in the entire you, series. You see, go ahead. We we talked about this unknown and something else, but Swift. You said her name is Swallows. Emily Swall- Swallows. It was a bird. Uh, what is she from? Uh, Supernatural and some of the other things. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was badass. We may never see her face. Right. <sighs> she was at least the voice of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right. Well, then the stunt person. In that's the armor, what I'm really saying. Armor, that's right. In the armor was I, badass. I loved the, when she hit the stormtrooper the helmet and the the jaw part of the helmet just that breaks was off. It's it just like absolutely fantastic. That made me hurt. Yeah, it was good. You don't mess with blacksmiths, man. Oh, man. man. Ever. I'm looking forward. Damn that's a different podcast. <laughs> the Wheel of Time oh, is coming, gotcha. and one yeah. of the main characters is a blacksmith, and I'm looking forward to I've seeing it. I've never read those, so I don't know you anything about it. Have, there's 11, 24 books. <laughs> there's like 400 the, of them. I'm about to say that's a number. There's like there's, there's like 14 or 15 books. I'll just wait for the show. That's no. what, what I did for um, Game of Thrones. Cool. <laughs> Ready for the show? Watch I, the show. I've never read it again. Anyway. I'm excited. We should do something. No, sure. We have, um, yeah. You can host that. I'll co-host we Okay. Or produce one. And that's how shows get born, people. <laughs> people bring ideas. and like, let's, let's make it happen. Just do it. Um, do it. So the, our heroes uh, reach the underground lava uh, river where they find a boat uh, crewed by a fairy droid, which is an R2 unit of legs, like big legs, like really tall legs, which I thought was kind of neat. Uh, after some chance, Cargo uh, manages to use her blaster to separate the lava boat from the lava river. The fairy droid comes to life, translating for the droid. IG says that they're asking where they want to go. Grief tells the droid to take them down river toward the lava flats. I want to get out. Can, 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 is there a reason we can't make everything made out of that boat material? Yeah, it's no just joke, right? sitting in a <laughs> lake of lava. For how it's long? Fine. We have no idea. Like, fine, or right? like the droids that are on... Um, or how about the pole? Uh, most of far that right. yeah, those guys are like indestructible. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, the they head down the. I'm just summarizing this. The, they head down the lava river. Uh, several mammals scurry across the banks. They look cool. As they approach the entrance, the mandalorian spots a platoon of stormtroopers flanking uh, them sides with his uh, helmet scanner. Kara tells the droid to stop the boat, but uh, it ignores her. She uh, she shoots it. Uh, she shoots off its head. Poor droid. 
Unable to stop the boat, IG-88 proposes that they eliminate the enemies while they can. Uh, the Mandalorian says that he's going to get outgunned, but the IG-11 proposes to uh, self-destruct because that's what he's been trying to do from the first episode. <laughs> he's just now, a suicidal nurse droid. Because it is now Chekhov's thermal detonator. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> you show the thermal detonator, you've got to use you've got it. got to use the thermal detonator. Save the cat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know the reference. You, you get the reference. Yeah. Uh, the Mandalorian proposes that the droid will help them shoot their way out, but IG-11 thinks that they, they have a better chance of success. So long story short, IG-11 uh, IG uh, saves the day, blows himself up, kills a bunch of stormtroopers. Everyone is, tries to escape. Oh, no. Mo- Moff Gideon shows up in his TIE fighter. That sucks. Uh, Mando uses the jetpack. Well, he was supposed to train with, but he's really good at that. I don't know how how that happened. But he wasn't on the first takeoff. Though. Right. Like, he was getting his air legs under yeah. him or whatever. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Fair enough. This I, is a newer model. Yeah, he was Rocketeer. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, when they were trapped, I'd like to add that the Greek cargo was trying to get the, the baby Yoda to do the magic, magic, magic hands. hands. Do, do the magic, magic hands. Hey, magic baby, do the magic, magic thing. Yeah. Magic waves. Uh, I love it. It's <laughs> cute. Um... So uh, I think I think Kevin. I'm sorry. This is not that show. I think uh, Baby Yoda was doing the thing, saying, "Look what your golfer can't do." <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, so the Mandalorian uh, flies onto the Tie Fighter, uh, tries to force his way in the carpet, couldn't do it. So he plants a uh, uh, detonator, uh, but the Mandalor- uh, but Gideon shakes him off. He plants a second dinner on the left joint of the TIE fighter, causing the ship to spiral out of control and crash. Uh, Mandalorian rejoins his comrades. Uh, Grief Carter is impressed with the Mandalorian's combat prowess. Says that uh, his kill rates have just gone up. Like he leveled up or something. <laughs> That's totally what happened. <laughs> <laughs> when the he's in the in the end of the adventure, you cloud up XP. Yeah, right? yeah. Exactly yeah. What, what's going on. When the Mando asks if there's any more stormtroopers, Kara thinks that they've cleaned up the town. She and Grief says that they will stage around to make sure. Grief says that um, Dave Nar- Navarro is a nice planet, and with a scum and villainy washed away. Would Dave Navarro be part of this gun? All right. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> Depends on what the addiction was from. <laughs> right. Uh, Grief wants to recruit Kara and his guild, but she has some... Uh, Maybe cl- he was caught stealing. She has clerical... Oh. You did it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just ask you what Jane says, and she probably knows more. She's done with Sergio from what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sergio's street name for Crank. <laughs> well, you got to find her. You got to get her to come down off the mountain. Is it? Hey, it's our guest for our next show. <laughs> oh Lord, you're letting him in here. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh yeah, so, um, damn it, now I have been caught stealing stuck in my head. <laughs> Kara joins. Uh, she's going to join up with the guild, but she has some uh, clerical concerns, mainly because she's wanted. I think is like, hey, um, but he'll he'll tell them that I'll they'll make that work. Um. He can conveniently hide bounty pucks, I'm sure. Right. Like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, we're just going to keep him here. And, and he has a lava river now. Just boom. Yeah. And the, <laughs> as long as I'm putting that boat, that boat's with me. Yeah. Uh, he offers the Mandalorian the same stuff, and he's like, no, I've got other things to do, so he leaves. Um, <laughs> I have a baby to raise for the next three hundred years. years. So, <laughs> that's going to take me a minute. I'm wise. So he takes off, uh, and so all is good. Uh, the last thing we see is um, the crashed wreck of the TIE fighter, and then the Darksaber shows up, and it's awesome. And Grave Carga has a Darksaber and just cuts his way out, and I, it's Scotty screaming. And the squeeze. The squeeze in the gym. <laughs> when people looked at me because I watched an episode in the gym, and, and like, some of the people look at me, I'm like, oh. That's not a noise that's supposed yeah. to be here. Because it was a squee. It wasn't a, oh. It was a squee. You should never hear that in the gym. Yeah, I was more like, I was like, oh my God, the not, not in the main part of the gym. No. Change your room, showers, maybe. Maybe. But the main part of the gym. Square right up on the treadmill. Depends on the gym, I'm right. 100%. So what do you think of the episode? Uh, fantabulous. Yeah, it was I, I, it's hard for me to separate it, though, because it, the seven and eight are really one arc that's, you know, in, in terms of a micro arc. But it was fantastic. I, I, it was YT day, right? So it was good. Yeah, um, he did a fantastic he, job. He, the the mix of comedy, character, dialogue, action was great. I, I mean, I really liked that episode chapter. I I, I dug it. Episode's all right because it is an episode and a chapter. It's a chapter. <laughs> technically, here we go. It is technically a chapter. 
No, it's titled a chapter. It's technically an episode. It's television. <laughs> oh, but it's not television. It's television. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, right. but I would argue with you, good sir. Okay, so I'll argue this to you. So next year, when it's nominated for like yeah, uh, effects Emmys, because it's not getting anything else, yeah, that's an Emmy. Emmys are television. Uh, they may change it to streaming at that point. There's there's been discussion, but yeah, I'm with you. I, it is it's technically te- like technically TV is TV. So I watched it on my TV. So the movies are television. Because they're episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're, they're seven, tied. nine. Sorry, sorry. Dude. Seven, I, nine. I, 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 <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Scotty got to experience me fighting with a uh, guy at the Addies about it. What's an Addy? It doesn't matter <laughs> because they gave it to some fucking assholes on a fucking horse. <laughs> I can't believe you asked that question. What did I just step into? <laughs> you don't want to know. You triggered me. Just, just, <laughs> just. I'm he, sorry. I thought just, it was too warm. He's, he's like, right um, now. Oh, I will murder somebody. I'm not talking about it because I will get triggered and get very sad. My bad. We're just saying don't buy trailers <laughs> or mobile homes. I'll show you. You will now understand. Uh, he, okay. He's not this. a fan of Old Town Road. <laughs> I've never actually heard it. So, well, good. Okay. Technically, you won't hear it when he plays it for you later. Nope. It doesn't exist. No, nope. no, it exists. They just didn't clear it. Yeah, it's terrible. Long story. Mm. <laughs> I like the episode. Yes. Okay. <laughs> At the end of it, look, it's it's a it's a great way to wrap up the show. You don't. It it didn't wrap up with a cliffhanger in a way that was. Uh, Annoying. So I don't like. It's one of my biggest complaints about Game of Thrones is I felt like often their cliffhangers were so deep. You were so hooked in. You're like, I gotta wait two years. Right. And it's just great. This, I yes, yeah. I'm waiting really not to see what happens to Mando. I want to know how we got the dark saber. Right. If we right. even get to that part. But that's that's a little nuance piece, mm-hmm. and it's not going to kill the rest of the, the yeah, season. Yeah, he's for not it. hanging by hanging on by a single finger over right. the lake of lava, right. and how is he going to get out of it? Right. And you have to worry about I, that. For I nine like months. that being a TV trope. It's a much better TV. It's one that I actually appreciate because yeah. I feel like it closes out the series very cleanly, and especially was, for season one. It was fine. It it follows. Uh, I know forever. <laughs> If their chapters is book one, it can't be season one. This guy's saying this is our contribution. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will turn this podcast right around. <laughs> I gotta pee anyway. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I do too. So I'm gonna pause real quick. Ooh, baby Yoda, baby Yoda, floating in the pod, baby Yoda. I like this episode. I, it, you're right. The balance of comedy is really funny. I love, like, it starts out balls of all funny. Right. I mean, it's good to see the, you know, scout troopers or any troopers kind of just, you know, being human or being, you being know, whatever. Beings. <laughs> being beings. Being non faceless death bodies. Yeah. Death sticks. Scenes. Why would we call them death sticks? Because <laughs> I don't want to buy them. <laughs> you don't want to buy death sticks. Scotty wants to buy, you know, black label death sticks, but that's Ooh, about it. Black label death wanna, sticks. I want to go back and rethink your life. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not a Jedi. Anyway, bad Jedi. <laughs> Jedi shouldn't do that. No. What, mind control? So, like, make the, I mean, like, hey, let me through here. That's different than go home and rethink your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did, and then he became... Uh, uh, he woke up from the Matrix. He woke up from the Matrix first. Yeah. Well, not if he had to go back. The Matrix is before episode two. <laughs> he can't go back in time unless he uses that time travel machine from the Broadway show that we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's all connected, man. Yep. That's true. Full circle. <laughs> you want some trivia? Yes. 
Always. Uh, uh, Kara says that because of her rebel history, the Empire might subject, sub- subject her to uh, interrogation by a mind flare. It's possible that it's slang for something like the Borgullet, which is the dumbest thing in Star Wars. I have issues with the Borgullet. Was the, that that thing from Rogue One? Yes. The yeah. alien Borgullet was the was, it. was used to interrogate Bodhi Rook in Rogue One. Oh, yeah. That was so stupid. When you have an interrogation droid. Yeah, that's terrible. Just, no, we're going to do a slime monster. It, it also might be code word for their illithid activities. <laughs> Uh, bravo i'll give you that one i allow it i'll allow that one circle that gets a square, <laughs> circle gets a square. We're yes there it is jim j bullock folks <laughs> comes back to jim j bullock who we're, we're petitioning to get in mandalorian season two. Yes. Oh my god yes <laughs> but as like prince valium for space balls 100 <laughs> percent. huh <laughs> what i just like how that just i just pulled that reference out of nowhere because <laughs> it's all connected mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. true <laughs> The armor says Mandalorian. Uh, uh, the says that Mandalore uh, fought in a great purge against an army of sorcerers called Jedi, as well as uh, named to the planet. Uh, the word Mandalore can be can refer to the leader of that group in Legends. Mandalorian, the ultimate, waged a war against the Jedi in the ancient or uh, ancient old Republic time. So they're trying to pull that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about which gives us Revan. Yeah, they actually, they just released a like uh, at GameStop. You can get a uh, a light Revan action figure. Fair. So, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, Moff Game being an ISP agent. Uh, oh, uh, so uh, Brendan Wayne, uh, who is the Mandalorian, uh, w- w- or one of the stunt slash body doubles for the titular Mortalary character. Also portrayed a Mandalorian warrior, and who's the one? He's basically he's the one who saves himself. He's the one who saves the child. Yeah, that's great. And so it's like, and uh, last but nice leaves. So if you don't know what the dark saber is, the dark saber was created. Hold on, last but nice leaves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> last but nice. Hey, you know what? You La- laughs but not leaves is what I think he said. <laughs> all right, first of all, <laughs> you can't call us that on this live. On the, well, it's not live. All but. right, all right. First of all, uh, our audience knows that I just I, this is how I talk. <laughs> They've been sticking with me for five years, almost six. If they even just figured it out, then what? I don't. <laughs> I just I just love you said it, Drew, and I went. Like we looked at each other, like what? Do you I was talking about leaves. Like, <laughs> last but last, nice leaves. Last but nice leaves. Uh, <laughs> you know, like like spinach. Spinach is a nice leaf. So is that little uh, elm leaf over? You know, Da Vinci's work. Oh, that's a piece of kale. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, it was kale the whole time. <laughs> This show is so stupid so, sometimes. And so, it's because of me. But, my fault, y'all, my fault. So, um, before kale became a thing, do you know the restaurant that had the most kale sales in, in like... I don't know how you know this fact. <laughs> I would like you to say kale sales three times faster, please. Kale sales, kale sales, kale sales. Thank you. She kale sells kale sales, kale sales by, by the seashore. <laughs> but why... <laughs> So before, because kale became a thing like, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. And, yeah. But, you know, they sold kale before, but only to, mostly to one restaurant. Oh, Charlie's. No. Olive Garden. No, Pizza Hut for their salad bar. It has been in their salad bar since the beginning. Oh, but is a, is it a decoration? Yes. Yeah, it's like around the pot. Yeah, it's of around things the lettuce. <laughs> right. It's like they put kale. <laughs> and then I figure someone's like, well, I can't eat the pizza. I'll eat the salad bar. Oh, what's this? And they're like, kale's delicious. I'm like, mm, but no. is it? Because <laughs> no. It's just, it's just water. <laughs> it's just bitter. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about This is about kale talk on <laughs> fucking kale. <laughs> kale talk. Mm. So, um, nice lettuce, last whatever we said. <laughs> last but nice lettuce. Puts the man in Mandalorian. Hey, at least no one got kaled. <laughs> Except Quill. Quill got Quill got kaled. Uh, IG Eleven got kaled. Uh, yeah, but he kaled himself. Yeah, he well, kaled. you know what? Self kaling is a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna kale, here's self kaling. <laughs> uh, the Dark Saber was created during the rule of the Old Republic by Terra Vizsla, the first Mandalorian to ever join the Jedi Order. I in Rebels, they say the only. Yeah. 
Um, the saber itself was, I, I pulled this one from Wookiee, uh, PDS. So I didn't do a lot of digging in this one. Saber itself was distinct at any of the lightsabers, uh, at the time or since the blade is angled like that of a standard sword. It, 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 it's a meter was small and thin again, mimicking a sword blade. So it's a sword. The, uh, and it's black. So that's what it was. It ends up in, uh, it becomes the sign of, uh, Mandalorian, uh, leadership because after, uh, Vizsla dies. The Mandos steal it and take it to Manda and back to Mandalore. Like this is how we choose our leaders now, and it passed on for a bunch of people. Then Maul ended up with it for a while, and then Sabine ended up with a while. Yep. And the last we saw was Bo-Katan had it, mm-hmm. and then till Moff Gideon. So I figured um, Gideon did something tar- terrible to <laughs> poor Bo-Katan, or, or found f- it. Let's go with found. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he's an Imperial, so I figured he'd do something terrible. Well, I figured he's ISB, too, so he has the info. So if something happens there, he probably snuck in. Yoink. Yep. You don't need this. Bam. I'm now King of Mandalore. Right. <laughs> well, no, he didn't take it by combat, so nobody would. We don't know that. that. They talk about that in one of those episodes of Rebels. No, we don't know if he didn't take it in combat. Oh, we do. <laughs> this is my theory. If he had taken it in combat, he would have shown up outside their little cantina and gone, bitch, come outside. I'm your boss. <laughs> and Din would be like, okay. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. This to is the way. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, again, I think that's just a, a faction, not the entire race of Mandos. They're, they're not a race. They're a creed. That faction's a creed. They're a man. They're, they're, Sabine's a Mandalorian. Bokanan's a Mandalorian. Satine's a Mandalorian. Because they follow. <laughs> no, they're born a Mandalorian. They're just not Oxidal. <laughs> What is oxidized? No, not right. Orthodox. Orthodox. Damn it, Scotty, whatever you have is catching. <laughs> nice leaves. That's, that's my, my plan. <laughs> it's my Take version the of the coronavirus. Flipper Jimmy. Oh, sure. Flipper yeah, <laughs> right on board. Easy for you to say. So that's the episode. I, 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 it is my second favorite. Yeah. In the series. I still like episode four a lot. I, I think it's like, for me, it's maybe my third favorite. I think I like one, two, eight, and four in that order. I mean, I, I mean, next week we can actually order one, two in our wrap up, but that's kind of where I'm feeling. I like the intro episode is really good. Yeah. It's really solid. I like the second episode because it's just, it's very quiet. Yeah. And there's a lot to it, but it's very quiet and, and, and you get to... We get to experience what this guy goes through. Um, this episode is am- amazing before what it does. It, it's a good wrap-up, but it's a satisfying wrap-up. Plus, it leaves us with a mystery. Mm-hmm. The Darksaber and, and, and what's not. And then I like... Uh, you no know one else likes the Force one, so it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to be a fan of it because someone needs to be. <laughs> That's fine. I yeah, mean, I can't rank them yet. I'd have to think through it. So we'll do it next week. We'll rank yeah, them next week. I'll think about it. Uh, anything else you want to add? Probably not that's uh, relevant. <laughs> so I guess I'd be like, any old business, any new business? <laughs> I still have to pee. Uh, go do that. Uh, this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Yeah. This is the way? This is the way. This is the way. I have spoken. I have spoken. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.